0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Ting. Please visit bff.ting.com for a $25 service credit or device discount. Hello, my little graham crackers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode. Before the episode with Shane Dawson officially starts, I believe we have an iTunes comment of the week.
0: Allison wants your iTunes comments. Tell us wants them. Yes, she does. Please hear some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Jackal Me, and it is titled "Best Thing Out There." She keeps it relatively clean, and the conversation's flowing. It's like talking to a best friend you haven't seen in a while, without the awkwardness of trying to come up with something to say. Or is it just me? The cherry on top, she tells you that she loves you. My family doesn't even tell me that. Is it too creepy that I want a Rosendahl with a pull string that spouts her best quips? A little bit. Okay, I admit. I just want to. I just it to repeat. I love you over and over. Yeah, too creepy.
1: It is a little bit creepy, but a thank, bit. <laughs> but thank you very much. Um, oh, bl- uh, did he say bl- he didn't say blow up doll? He said Rosendahl, right?
0: Rosendahl.
1: But a doll of me with a string that said my best quips, while flattering, that creeps me out. Like if if I ran into that in the middle of the night cuz obviously I would get I'd be the first one in line to get one of those if I ran into that I would that would be really frightened.
0: I this this comment disturbed me deeply. I'm going to have trouble sleeping tonight.
1: I know, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. It thank you for the thought.
0: I think that the I love
1: you. I love you. I love you. There you go.
0: I think the sentiment is is very it pure. It is.
1: I just do, I don't like dolls. Dolls scare me.
0: I don't like strings coming out of my back.
1: Yeah. I yeah. don't like that. I don't like Oh, I don't like mannequins. Where are you with mannequins?
0: I don't like their attitude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like they all—they're all very aloof.
1: And oftentimes, they don't even have hands.
0: Yeah, that which don't is mind.
1: weird. Uh, I oh oh, what about the mannequins that don't even have faces at all?
0: I prefer those. They really, look, they look less aloof. You're right. No, that those are weird. Those are, I don't those know. Those are very weird. I, the ones that don't have arms at all are, are weird to me too. Yeah.
1: The whole thing, although I loved mannequin because I like Andrew McCarthy, Uh, but mannequins freak me out, clowns freak me out, and yeah, and dolls. Like any sort of fake small human being representation
0: freaks me out. Yeah, I can can get behind most of that.
1: Most of that being scary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or at least disconcerting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Listeners. Much like many of you have let Gary and me know that you also enjoy picking scabs from your head and pulling them through your hair. (laughs) How do you feel about clowns and mannequins and dolls? Do you find them as creepy as we do? Let us know.
0: I bumped my head the other day and it really hurt. Mm -hmm. And like four seconds later, I had this thought of like, well, maybe there'll be a little bonus in a little while. But was there? I haven't checked.
1: That's the problem with like blunt force trauma as yeah. opposed to just, you know, like right now I have a little zit sort of at my hairline. Maybe it'll be fun later, I don't know.
0: You can always hope.
1: I am hoping except that it's sort of we talked about recently the <laughs> I feel like Shane Dawson has a hu- a very big following and a lot of people might listen to this who've never heard the show before and they're getting an interesting little taste of what it is it's not all this there's a lot of other stuff it's just that we happen to like picking scabs off of our head we recently we talked about the difference between a scab off the um, the scalp which is delightful versus just picking a scab on your skin which is awful and i actually had a little cut on my hand and i accidentally knocked something and knocked the scab off and it hurt like hell and it there was no no pleasure at all yeah i I thought of this show when that happened because it was like it was so painful that I wanted to to hit re- I'm, like my, my 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 scalp was tingling just in a bad way. Just thinking about the pain, I wanted to rewind time and, and not have knocked that off. So it's just amazing how they're so different.
0: Yeah, it's it's a whole different world.
1: Why aren't scientists exploring this?
0: Who's to say they aren't?
1: I hope someone listens to this, becomes inspired to get some grant money, and then you know,
0: does the Lord's work
1: exactly. The higher calling. Get to the bottom of this scalp thing. Scalp scab thing, won't you? All right. Um, If you would like your comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, just leave us a nice comment. Five stars is our favorite. And then perhaps we'll read it on the show. That would be awesome. Um, The episode with Shane Dawson is coming in one second. But I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Ting. Ting is awesome because it is a mobile phone service that makes sense. There's no contract, so it is contract-free. No early termination fees or the other kind of BS where I don't know if it this is how it is for you guys, but for me, every time I've signed a cell phone contract, I just always feel like I like There's a ton of fine print, and I'm committing to more than I'm aware of, and I just feel like I'm getting shaken down. But with Ting, it is very straightforward and it's not like that at all. There's no overage charges, no penalties. If you use more than you think you will, you just pay for what you use, and you get credit on unused service. So if you use less than you think you will, Ting drops you down to the next level you hit and credits the difference on your next bill. It is so nice, and you don't feel like you just got bamboozled or hoodwinked plus there's no add-on charges so voicemail caller id tethering hotspot three-way calling call forwarding and other features are all part of the service there's no add-on charges um and there are also you can bring a lot of lte sprint devices they're able to make the move over to ting and i could go on there's all these different things you can port your home phone number to ting and save a bundle uh like i said i could go on with all the good things about Ting. But I think my favorite part of Ting is just that it's straightforward and you don't feel like you need a law degree to sign up for it. So for you guys to sign up for Ting, go to bff.ting.com and you can click on the Ting banner on my website at allisonrosen.com. So once again, that's bff.ting.com or click on the Ting uh, banner on my website allisonrosen.com. Okay, here is the episode with Shane Dawson. I really enjoyed having him on. He and I, um, we bonded about a lot of stuff because we're both kind of similarly fucked up, I'd say. Gary, am I leaving anything else out?
0: Oh, no. I'll co-sign that. Please don't listen to this episode while eating.
1: I'm trying to remember what we talked about that was uh, so – oh, yeah. Well, if you're eating fruit, don't listen for sure.
0: I wouldn't eat anything. This this is this I can, is I can this munch. episode is not for the faint of heart. I would put it up there with the Andrew WK really episodes. Yeah. What am
1: I forgetting? We I, I can munch through just about anything.
0: Well, I, Shane tells a more detailed version of the story about some of his surgeries oh. that are a little graphic. Right? Um, no, he that, just
1: had one surgery, I think. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, it's one surgery. Right. Yes, but okay, that was
1: – right, uh, right. So – and that's – for the first time he opened up about it's, – it's, it's not – he's not trying to be
0: gross and it's not particularly – it's just it's, – it's a weird thing like that you wouldn't expect to come up. There were just – there were a lot of left turns in this episode as right. as is want to happen with somebody we've had on before and we've already gone through stuff. Uh-huh. So there's just a lot of different subjects and I found myself looking up several times being like, whoa, how would we get here? <laughs> so – Right. Yeah, it's, it's a great episode though. It's awesome to have Shane back. He's a really nice.
1: Yeah, guy. he's great. And, uh, it, yeah, it was really honest. And well, I could just sit here telling you all about it, but why don't you listen? And I say, defy Gary. Have a snack.
0: <laughs> Skittles.
1: <laughs> that is a reference to our Thursday episodes. Uh, on Thursdays, another episode of – we do two episodes a week. On Thursdays, another episode of Allison and Rosen as and your new best friend comes out, and that has – um me, Gary, Matt, and Chris, Matt, and Chris also work here at Coral Digital, and another guest usually and it's um it's sort of a different vibe, I guess I'd say than the Monday shows uh We answer questions, we do just mirror everyone, and we talk more than you'd think one could about poop, wiping technique, and lately we talked a lot about skittles ranking the different flavors, which I'll say it again it's weird because skittles are not are by far not even my favorite but ranking things is so if that sounds like something you'd enjoy which I can tell it it, it is just take my word for it You'll like make it. sure to listen on Thursdays just subscribe that's what I would say subscribe to Aliison Your newest friend tell all your friends okay here's the episode I love you guys Alice Hey everyone. Hi, hello. It's me, Allison Rosen, and I'm here with YouTube superstar and return guest Shane Dawson. Hello.
2: Hello. By the way, you look really skinny.
1: <gasps> thank you. And I'm not
2: just saying that because I know you have body dysmorphia like me. I really I, mean it. Oh
1: my God. Thank you so much.
2: Your face is skinny. Oh. You're wearing like a big droopy shirt, but it's so skinny underneath. I could tell.
1: <sighs> well, thank you. I actually recently got an email. Uh, well, actually, it, it went to Gary, but it said, "You can't hide it. You're pregnant. You're glowing." <laughs> blah 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 blah. And I was now, you're not even female. But if you heard that, what would you be thinking?
2: Oh, God. Um, I mean, that's horrible. That's Thank the equivalent you. of telling somebody, like, you look are you fat. sick or do you have cancer? <laughs> Actually, that sounds – I would like that. Never mind. <laughs>
1: right. Like, you're wasting away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a compliment but for people who are fucked up like us. Yes. But, no, I'm just saying when someone accuses you of being pregnant, <laughs> they are saying you look fat, I think. I, I mean, well, I, unless I was like – yes, I'm pale, so I kind of
2: glow, but <laughs> – See, I used to work – I think I told you last time I used to work at Jenny Craig, and I used to tell – if a pregnant woman came in, I'd have to tell them they couldn't do the program mm-hmm. because it could kill their baby. I don't know. Um, and I had to make a judgment call when I saw them, like, are they pregnant or not? Because it doesn't say pregnant on the form. Right. So I have mistaken a lot of pregnant women.
1: For but, but see, if they're coming into Jenny Craig, then I feel like if you assume they're pregnant, that could be a compliment. It's it <laughs> a good sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, okay. I did have weight things I wanted to talk about, Okay, two of them. But then we need to talk about other important things like whether underwear is necessary Mm. and your new podcast and all sorts of stuff because I jotted down a whole bunch of notes. But, um, okay, so I feel like I'm sinking in this chair. I feel like it's getting lower, and that is making me feel fat.
2: You're just wasting away. That's what's
1: (laughs) happening. Thank you. It's not true, though, but thank you. Um, Okay, and then my other thing was I was listening to – uh, the Dr. Drew podcast. And at the beginning, he, ha- have you, I don't know, have you been, are you a Dr. Drew fan? Oh, I love Dr. Drew. Right. He's great. So I was listening to his podcast and at the beginning they took a phone call from a woman who wanted to lose, she had her gallbladder removed. And since then she gained a bunch of weight mm. and she wants to lose the weight. Uh, her boyfriend's family cares a lot about looks and the comments they're making about her weight are were hurting her feelings and stuff. And just as I was listening to it, I was just thinking about how fucking hard it is to lose weight. And it's one of – I think it is one of the hardest things to do because you have to – like your, bo- your body emotionally, psychologically, biologically does not want to lose weight because your body thinks that it is starving. Mm-hmm. So your survival instincts kick in. And anyone – I my belief is that anyone who says that that's not the case, who says that, oh, you just, just make more sensible choices um, – Fuck you I mean, I think there are some people like that where they can just stop drinking sugary soda or whatever or, and move around more, and the weight will come off, but there 's a lot of people people who like like me because i've you know you and I both uh, were a lot heavier at mm-hmm. one point, point. and for me, it was really it was really difficult. it was really being hungry. A lot of the time. And it does get easier. For me, it got easier as the weight started to come off. But at the beginning, it's like, it is deeply uncomfortable. And I think that the diet industry that will tell you that it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not painful and that, or like people who who will make overweight people feel like, you know, just lose it already. (laughs) Like that doesn't do anyone a, a, it's not compassionate and it's also not realistic.
2: And I don't think, I mean, listen, I'm not a scientist, but I don't think people are supposed to be skinny. I think if you look at, like, cavemen, they were probably fucking huge. And cave mm-hmm. women were, like, Amazon huge women because we're made to survive. Right. And we ate meat and we ate dinosaurs or whatever the fuck. So I feel like <laughs> nowadays it's like, oh, you got to be 100 pounds and six-pack and skinny. And I don't. Think it's natural, so it's like a constant battle where my body's like, I want to be huge and survive.
1: Well, that's the thing, I think that it you know, it depends on your metabolism and things, but I think that there are certain people whose bodies are just more efficient. Hmm. Like, it would, I would, if there was a famine, I think I would, would last longer because my body is <laughs> more efficient with calories and I would look great for a while. <laughs> um, so how, how much did how much weight did you lose?
2: Um. Oh, God. Well, I don't know how big I got because my scale went up to 350 and then maxed out. So I'm going to say I was probably like maybe 370 and I think I'm like 170 now.
1: And how did you do it? I know that we probably covered this last time, but just um, for people who are just listening now.
2: I mean, I honestly, like I just stopped eating. Like, I mean, I was eating chicken and vegetables, but I really just stopped eating and I started going to the gym every day and it was horrible and I hated every second of it. But like you said, once you start going, you know, you start to see the changes and it gets easier. Mm -hmm. But then the last 20 pounds was probably like the hardest 20 pounds I ever had to lose.
1: Yes. I want to see that. See, like I would rather be like... I don't know, somewhere between, between 10 and 20 less than I am. But it's been a few years now that I want that, and I don't know if I'll ever do it. I probably will, but I don't know. But, like, it's, it's – those last ones are hard. Why was that hard for you?
2: It's hard because your body is – like, my body is always wanting to be fat. Every, if yes. I eat a burger, I will gain 10 pounds. And My girlfriend – nobody believes me. And then when I do it – I believe it, you. They, they – I believe you. When I do it, I fucking gain 10 pounds in a day. And I literally weighed myself in front of my trainer and I said, see – I ate one burger and look what it did. And she was like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> but, well, see, my belief, though, is that that is actually a lot of that is not it's not actual f- 10 pounds of fat. See, it's like...
2: that's what I want to believe. But because doesn't it come tits. off faster? No, I get tits like oh. I I literally grow tits and I grow like upper penis fat area. Those are my big spots.
1: I'm trying to think of what upper penis fat. <laughs> it's like UPFA. It's
2: like a fanny pack. Oh, you mean like a acronym? Uh, yeah, for it?
1: but I'm also trying to imagine what it fat would look upper... like.
2: Upper Is dick it area? sort
1: of like you have a puffy vagina above your penis?
2: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was really, really fat, I had such a puffy upper penis area that I did not even have a penis really.
0: Was Where like, was it? it was Tucked like a belly under? Button. It was like a
2: It was kind of cute. It was like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> like it would just kind of pop in and out.
1: So how is it for you now? Maintain. (laughs) (laughs) How's my penis? Actually, sorry, that's not Um, what I was asking. But if you want to answer, sure. No.
2: Oh, okay. I was. Yeah, no, go.
1: How was your penis? Well, no, I I
2: I feel like I talked about this last time too. I talk about my penis in every podcast for some reason, but I feel like um I heard on Oprah or Dr. Phil or whatever those shows are, uh, they said that every ten pounds you lose is an inch that you grow on your penis. Um, and I lost two hundred pounds. I definitely didn't grow. That many inches? <laughs>
1: That's a lot, yeah.
2: But I'm like normal now. Whereas, honestly, when I was 400 pounds, like, I, did, I had no penis. I was convinced. I'm like, I'm a transgender. I don't know how to tell anybody.
1: <clears throat> what age were you when you lost it? 18. And how is it for you now weight-wise? Because you're, you're thin.
2: Well, whew, thank you. You have no idea how many butterflies just went through my body when you said <laughs> that. Um, I'm okay. I go up and down 10 pounds. I'm down the 10 right now. It'll go up. I started podcasting, so it'll go up. So I'm not on camera as much. Anymore. Oh, right.
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a danger of podcasting. Um, how often do you weigh yourself? Like, how insane about it are you?
2: Mm, recently, like once every two weeks. So, not that much.
1: Do you do what I do, which is crazy? <laughs> which is, um, like, sometimes I weigh myself more than once a day, but then sometimes I will need a break from the scale. Uh, and then I'll see it sitting there in the bathroom tempting me and I'll, and I'll be like in that mindset where I'm like, I know if I get on it and and then it'll put me in a bad mood and I don't want to deal with that right now. I'm just going to be blah, 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 blah. So then I had to take the scale out of the bathroom.
2: I don't have a scale. I had to get rid of it. That's smart. So I only, when I go to like my, you know, trainer or whatever, he has, she has the scale in her, in her gym. So I use it there. Um, and I told her to tell me not to use it, but I still ignore her and use it. Mm -hmm. and it's hard but and you try to tell you play games it's really fucked up you're like well okay I'll be up two pounds because I had a smart water and then I did this and I did that and I didn't poop yesterday and I haven't pooped this morning oh
1: poop plays such a big factor
2: oh (laughs) and then I'll poop and then I'll run back to the scale and it works I lost a pound so it's not in our heads
1: right oh no (laughs) not at all um But then here's the weird thing. When you're sure it's going to be up and it's actually down a little
2: bit. Oh, it's the best. It's
1: the best. But then you're in that danger zone of perhaps overeating a little Mm. bit because you think that you're – doing well
2: oh no i did that this weekend i was like i was like oh my god oh my i I was like i'm gonna be up to five pounds and i was down five pounds and it was a fucking fiesta that night i had everything congratulations no regrets thank you
1: um yeah so i just want to say to the listeners out there who are struggling (laughs) to lose weight uh i'm giving you a big hug and if it is fucking hard and congratulations for either losing it or for even thinking about tackling it because it's hard emotionally too There's, like, there's a lot of emotions stuffed in those roles.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) There's a lot of emotions stuffed in that penis hole. Yeah. No, I I am such a fucked up person. I have... Being fat... Listen, I mean, it made me a better person because now I, like, I'm not judgmental and I'm happy and I have no confidence. I'm really nice to everybody. (laughs) But... There is a relationship between that, yeah. Totally. But it really fucked... I'm a fucked up emotional person because of it, you know? Right. As are you, I'm guessing.
1: Yes. Because I was the fat kid growing mm-hmm. up and I, I guess sometimes I try to figure out like what happened to me? Cause there's nothing really that I can't point. It's not like so-and-so raped me or, you know what I mean? The classic like after school special <laughs> things that you can point at.
2: But being fat? Like, no.
1: Well, no, I mean like
2: reasons why you got fat?
1: No, no reasons why I am the way I am in terms oh. of the confidence department. And like back when I, I mean, now I feel like I'm, I'm, Doing pretty well as a human being, but there was a long stretch where I made awful decisions and dated the definitely the wrong kind of guy. And it would be like, "Don't you think you deserve more?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure I don't," you know. And it was like, why? Why did? Why was I acting like someone who maybe had a father who wasn't around or these? Like the way I was acting would suggest that some a lot of trauma had happened to me, and yet, I mean, there's things I can point to, but there's nothing major. But what did happen to me was I grew up being the fat kid and i think that that just kind of sets you up to well i don't i don't know what it does but it it makes you feel apart like not a, it makes you feel isolated and kind of distrustful because people make fun of you
2: like all the time it makes you feel like you're on a different planet and i don't understand i still feel fat in my head in myself so when i'm like in a room full of normal skinny people it's sad that i call them normal See, see, I'm so fucked up. I'm in a room full of normal people, and I feel like I'm on a different planet. And I can't really communicate with them, and I don't understand them. Mm-hmm. The second I know somebody used to be fat, oh, we're BFFs for life. Yeah, but it's hard.
1: Yeah. Have you gone to therapy? <laughs>
2: um, I should. Um, I no. I mean, I did when I was a kid, and then I don't know. I know that it's it's a good idea. I saw a medium. <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> I didn't believe in any of that I stuff. I mean, that's but, um, almost
1: the same. <laughs>
2: totes. No, it's the same exact thing. She told me everything. No, um, I had. I was kind of forced to go because I was having a lot of ghost encounters. Really serious ones. I had like one what? right after I left your podcast.
1: That is scary. Um, I, it, I think the plan when you left the podcast was to, to fart for a long time in your car or something. Or oh, so I like, did that. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: and then I got home and uh, we were sitting watching TV and then my door just slammed. We don't have windows. So my dog's freaking out. Every, we're all freaking out. Um, and then just little things kept happening like that. I saw my dead grandma in the closet. That was another thing.
1: What is that like? Just another day or something? That
2: was to- yeah, just another day. Where did you see her? She. I was just laying watching Friends and then I look over and she's standing in the closet. And she died a couple years ago. I was really close to her. I freaked out. I threw up. I ran out of my room. I ran into my brother. And he's like, did you see grandma? I heard her. I was like, oh my God, how'd you know? And, um, you know. It was really really scary, and so I went to see this medium who like has solved murders, and she's like pretty legit for a medium, I guess. <laughs> well, what
1: are the credentials?
2: I don't know. I guess uh, she, you know, she solved a bunch of sad like child death murders. Oh, and, like she found oh bodies she's and one shit. of those that they call in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on like Law and Order, SVU in slow or motion. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and I went to see her and it was the scariest event of my life. I didn't tell her anything. She's like, I don't want to know anything. And I sat down and she's like, your grandma's here. She tried to see you in the closet. She's trying to tell you something. She, she's like, she's telling you that you're doing too much and you need to slow down and you need to stop hating yourself. It was so on point. It was mm-hmm. the scariest thing in my life. Um, didn't help my fat issues, but <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun story.
1: Right. But it's similar to a therapist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I paid her. I mean, yeah. I yeah.
1: Um, and you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been together?
2: Mm, almost two years. Yeah. And
1: you, years. so okay, on your podcast, your new podcast, which is called Shane and Friends, mm-hmm. is that the title you're going with? Um, which I, I, I love it. I love uh, the podcast. Oh, thank you. When's another
2: episode coming out? We're planning on um, Tuesdays, um, but it's kind of turning into every other Tuesday. But I'm going to say Tuesdays just to make me do it.
1: Okay. <laughs> it is. Uh, been committed to digital tape <laughs> yeah. committed to the internet yes. um and you were talking on the episode about how your girlfriend it was almost like a year until your girlfriend saw your legs yeah <laughs> and I was totally relating to that but can you talk about that a little bit
2: uh I I mean I just have really obvious I don't like my body and I don't like showing it and um you know I don't I haven't really ever talked about this. Oh, fuck it. Um, I lost, as you know, a bunch of weight and I had like crazy amounts of skin, like loose extra skin, like 15 pounds worth of loose extra skin. Um, so I would always wear like these crazy girdles and like man girdles. I made one out of my mom's swimsuit. Like it was, (laughs) (laughs) it was kind of sexy, but it was terrible. (laughs) Um, and I finally got sexy to him oh it was oh the worst was um I gave somebody a hug and they snapped like the bra <laughs> straps of the swimsuit and they were like you wearing a bra and I was like oh my god oh my god this is not happening <laughs> somebody found my girl in the bathroom I mean
1: where would aside from the one you made from your mom's swimsuit which is resourceful where would you buy your man girdles
2: uh, they were all old articles of my mom's underwear so she had these really tight Spanx panties mm-hmm. that were like boy shorts so I'd cut the crotch and I would put it over my boobs so or my skin flaps or whatever right they look like tits,
1: excess skin my
2: excess tit skin um (laughs) so I never showed my body and then uh, I got the surgery and it got taken off and now I have you know scars and stuff and I'm just like really self-conscious about it so you know I don't want to show my body to anybody and literally like I would always keep my clothes on or the lights off or any of Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. (laughs) it took like a year did your girlfriend ask like what the deal was no, she got it. I mean, she's, she had known me for a long time, and she knew I was fat, so she got it. But, I mean, she's she so didn't care, but it was more about me caring because I always thought, like, oh, I look like a gingerbread man. I have all these, like, scars and scratches and all this shit. Um, but she doesn't care. Or she says she doesn't care. She probably vomits in the bathroom afterwards. No, I'm sure she doesn't care.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't because when you love someone, that stuff actually doesn't – you don't you see you just love them and you're attracted to them and you love every part of them that's my belief
2: okay i guess it's about you loving you shane <laughs> <laughs> that's what my medium told me oh god
1: um no but i totally i have uh i have times where i don't want to see myself in the mirror and i like to keep a shirt on and but the weird thing is actually my fiance he and I have never actually talked about this, about how I would rather keep a shirt on mm. oftentimes. And and yet I think if he were to do that, I would feel like, why aren't you being totally open and intimate with me? And so mm. I wonder if he feels that and yet it's never come up. Should uh I- should invite him on the podcast. Really. Talk about <laughs> <just> this personally. <laughs> so I was talking to Shane. Um,
2: he said, no, I mean, I don't know. It, it's always surprising to me when people have no issue. Like I do really weird videos all the time and I just had like five old men take their shirts off in my video. And first of all, they all look great, which was a shock. And second, mm-hmm. they all. Maybe I, that's why. I know. They look better than I did. Like I literally looked at them and I was like, oh, my God, I have more stretch marks than they do. Um, but. They had no problems with it. And I was like, oh, my God, maybe one day mm-hmm. I'll just, like, take my clothes off.
1: That's kind of been where I feel like I'm headed because I actually I mentioned this on the podcast. I had this. So I hate my arms in addition to a lot of other parts of my body that I hate. But it's kind of like I walk around with this notion that, oh, you know, I'm fooled people into thinking that I'm attractive. However, if they see this one thing, then they'll realize, no, I'm actually a fat person. But mm. it ch- the body part changes because obviously it's a feeling. It's not an actual real thing, but it might be. So, it was. So like, the, the notion of wearing – I don't even wear short sleeves or, I mean, even, like, a tank top or anything like that. So, I, But I tried on this tank top with my mom, and I looked in the mirror, and I had this realization that I don't look fat minus my arms. Like, I realize I look kind of gaunt in the, like, dick neck area, I guess. <laughs> this is how I see myself. <laughs> and, and then I said to her, I said – if I were to wear this, do I, am I right that I don't look like a fat person? I just look like a thin person with fat arms. <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me with this p- look of pity. But it was a breakthrough. But I still haven't worn a tank top. But I'm just saying I sort of have been thinking lately, I'm doing this to myself. No one gives a flying fuck. Mm-mm. Most people just think about how they look. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what am I – what image am I protecting? Like, what am I doing? You know, it might be a, um, a healthy thing to just say, fuck it. This is who I am. I'm just going to be who I am. Lena Dunham does it.
2: <laughs> true. I mean, it's true. Like, you walk down the street. Do you even look at the people walking by you? No. no. And they don't even look at you. So they don't – well, I don't mean that. I mean way. they don't look at any of us. So – Right. For me, it's like I spend literally 30 minutes in my house looking in the mirror being like, I can't wear this shirt. Can I wear this shirt? I can mm-hmm. pull this shirt off. Should I wear shorts? I can't wear shorts. And then I walk out of the house. Nobody gives a fuck.
1: Now, do you ever draw other people into your questioning of what you can wear?
2: Oh, God. Every person I encounter.
1: How is that experience for them?
2: Really I- uncomfortable. Yes.
1: Because <laughs> I, I have made that mistake. And it never goes well mm-hmm. because they never really like, understand what you're asking. It's well, like yeah. I'm I'm saying like do it's I'm not saying does this look okay it's like a much deeper
2: thing like mm. it's more
1: it's like am I okay am I okay <laughs> you know and that's a very intense thing to be asking someone
2: It's it's hard you know if you find somebody that's on the same planet as you you know what? It, it's kind of dangerous because, you know, my girlfriend is the same way. She always has self-issues with her body and stuff. So literally we'll just, like, be staring at each other for hours being like, you look great. Do I look okay? <laughs> no, you're just saying that because you love me. So I think if me and you hung out one day, it would be even worse because it's yeah. just like, no, that looks great. I promise. But this look – it would just go on for hours.
1: See, I didn't even believe you.
2: <laughs> no, see? <laughs> I told you you were just skinny twice and I could tell you didn't believe me.
1: No. I <laughs> mean, thank you. But <laughs> – um, how did you you and your girlfriend meet
2: we met um on well not on youtube but we both did like this comedy central pilot thing a long time ago five years ago and um then after that i did youtube and i started casting her as like the love interest in all my videos and uh finally I, she was like you're not gay and i'm like no <laughs> and then um <laughs> as i was wearing a wig and makeup at the time and um and then, yeah, she she started pursuing me, and I didn't know what that meant because – Was this then... your first dating experience? Because that's
1: another thing that people don't realize when you're fat or when you spent time being fat. Like it really insulates you from dating. Oh, my
0: <laughs> or god. Or from
1: even processing interest. Or I remember something that – I was in a band, and the drummer said to someone else about me, she doesn't read signals from guys, right? Hmm. And I was like really offended and hurt by that, and it only – it took me – a number of years to realize, oh, he was he was like spot on with mm-hmm. diagnosing what my problem was. I kind of – if someone was nice to me, I would think that was interest yeah. and because I, I wanted it to be.
2: By the way, I have looked up on every platform. I've tried to find your band and your music and videos of your – I cannot find anything. Uh, what, did you hide it all?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it exists. I don't – it's not on iTunes. Um, there are – YouTube. Oh, and thank you, by the way. That's (laughs) that's flattering. So when I used to do this web show called The Daily Allison, I my band was called The Angoras, and I forget which episodes, but there's a few episodes where I included videos like of our live footage, Mm -hmm. and then we have CDs. But I don't. At one point, they were online at um, I don't even know what website. Like there was somewhere you could go where you could stream it, Mm. and I think that at one point I put it in a blog post. But other than that, like no, it's not on iTunes. Damn. I can send you some links. I
2: just showed how creepy I am. I'm a no, no. I'm I'm, I'm really creepy. Li- I listen to every single episode.
1: I love that. And
2: I, I tweeted you about this. But after I listen to your episodes, because like I always have long car rides and I listen to the whole thing, and then I'll get out of the car and you'll be in my head telling me things. It's like you're in my conscience.
1: What what, what do, I do I say? <laughs>
2: like you look fat today, Shane. No. <laughs> You can't pull that shirt off. Uh, put on pants. No, um, just like little things, like you know, I'll, I'll walk into a crowded area, being like, "Oh, there's so many people," and I'll hear you in my head being like, "There's so many people. Oh my <laughs> God. Why is there always so many people?"
1: Oh, That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, sense. that's really no, no. It's it's really that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah. And you tweeted that thing about after your your uh, episode of your podcast came out, that tweet saying, you know, if you want to check out another podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, check out Allison's. Like, that, I, I was – it seriously made my night. Thank well, you. Thank, well,
2: you know, I, I did Adam Carolla's show, like, a long time ago, like, four years ago or something, three years ago. And it was kind of – I think when he was just starting and it was really fun and stuff. But he – I mean, he's a genius and the whole thing was such a big production and I was so scared and overwhelmed by it. And then I came on your show and you were so laid back and it was so easy and fun and, like no, – not that his wasn't. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, to no. I – but it was just we know more, what you mean. It was like a conversation it was comfortable, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Like, I wonder if I could do this." And then, like a year later, after convincing myself, um, I did one, and I was like, "Oh, this is fun." So, thank you.
1: Thank you. Um, okay, so on your episode, you were talking to Rebecca Black. That was your first guest, <laughs> yes. Which was what quite a get, by the way. Oh my god. Um, and you said that you had never had a viral video, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting, because your video, your you get huge numbers on YouTube. Like, how many views do your videos get? Millions?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, on a regular, I'd probably get, like, between 2 or 3 million views a video. But I've never had, like... I think my most viewed is, like, 25 million, which sounds like a lot. But in reality, like, Rebecca Black's video has, what, like, 500 million? That Psy guy has a billion. Like, viral videos to me are when they go over 100 million.
1: Okay, that was going to be my question. What is viral
2: And it's It's impossible to get a viral... You can't even try to figure it out. When you think you have one, you don't. So...
1: Yeah, I've heard people say in various media companies I've worked at, magazines and things, I've heard people be like, we're going to make a viral video. I'm like, mm. no, you're not. <laughs> That's It's not something that – I mean I guess actually all the time people try to do that. But can you ever really – you can't contrive a viral video.
2: You can to a point. Like there was this one video right after Friday. These two girls were like, let's make a viral video. So they made one called Hot Girl Problems. I don't know if you saw that. It was floating around. And it started to become viral Maybe. and then it like capped off at like $10 million because – it was obviously like they were trying to make a viral video. It has to be unintentionally hilarious to go viral, mm-hmm. I think. I think, And Ellen has to talk about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you had any run ins with Ellen?
2: No. I. It's sad. I love Ellen, and I've always loved Ellen. And then I've been listening to Howard Stern a lot recently, and he talks so much shit on her. And then I've heard other people. I heard somebody I, on your podcast talk. Yes. Um, Fitzsimmons. Oh, we need to talk about this, by the way. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, no, please. So Greg Simmons, we need to talk about him. Okay. And you need to explain him to me because I've always been a fan of have I thought he was funny, but that was the most uncomfortable interview I've ever heard in my life.
1: The one of him on my show?
2: That was him, right, where you were yeah. like, tell me about your, your brother- sister, and then he's oh. like, I don't want to talk about it.
1: Thank you. Oh, I literally we, was we in my need car. To, we need to hang out and tell each other we don't look fat because <laughs> – I felt like that, and I to, for the listeners, I will explain to you that moment in one second, but I felt like that was hugely awkward and weird.
2: Oh However, a lot of
1: people who listened were like, no, it didn't sound that bad. And I'm like, really? Because it felt really felt like very uncomfortable.
2: I, my nipples got hard. I was sitting in the car, and I, I know it's one of those moments, you know, like when Whitney died, you know where you were? I was sitting in my car. I know exactly where I was. I was on Beverly and Santa Monica, and he said, um, I don't want to talk about that. And I literally came to a stop, and I was like, I'm like, what's she going to do? Oh, my God. What is she going to do? And you did what I did, which was like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> I know. And the I the did whole not rebound show, well from the it. whole show you were trying to like be <laughs> extra like nice and, and to him Thank you
1: for feeling into my pain there. Oh,
2: and I was like, you go, girl. You just you just keep it going. You don't stop. Because if that was me, I probably would have been like, and we're done. Because I yeah. have been so uncomfortable.
1: OK. Yeah. So Greg Fitzsimmons. The thing is, I have a really good relationship with Greg Fitzsimmons. Mm-hmm. When we're off air, it like he's, I, I think – I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like, I, you know, I'll ask him career advice and he's sort of like an older brother in that way. Um, and I really like him. And off air, we don't have a awkward, combative uh, mm-hmm. relationship at all. But on air, like, I think that that's kind of he's he's comfortable with things that are uncomfortable. Like, he likes that kind of uncomfortable energy. That's kind of his thing. Like, he'll say things that are very out there, and he'll be sexually creepy in a non-threatening way, and he likes feet, and he talks about it, and once he stuck a pencil up his butt, he talked about that, too. Um, but the one thing he won't talk about, I guess, I didn't know until I stumbled onto it, is his brother. So on the the podcast, I said something – oh, he said that he and his brother – Gary, tell me if this is right. He said they're Irish twins, right? Like they're less than a year apart or something. And I said, oh, what was that like growing up, you know, with a brother that you were so close in age with? And I think he said, I don't remember, but something like, I, I don't talk about that. But it was very matter of fact. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, you know, I'm sorry. but It wasn't like how you and I would do it yeah. where we would talk ourselves out of not talking about it in the course of it, you know, to <laughs> please the other person. Yeah. It, was, it was just, I just
0: don't talk about that. But that's his version of you guys being nice because his (laughs) default is like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm going to make it really awkward. So for him to just matter of factly say I don't talk about that, that is as good as it gets for him. That is his version of I'm so sorry. Like, there's certain things I just don't. That's his version of that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought so, at least.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Gary didn't think it... Did, you didn't think it was as bad as I felt like no, it was, because, right?
0: because if, if he had said that to you in the hallway out here, then that would have been really weird. <laughs> yeah. Because the energy is different. But when the mics are on and he's getting weird with you about pencils going up his ass, <laughs> for him to say, I don't talk about that, in a calm, matter-of-fact voice, is as close as it gets to what you and Shane and I would do, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, That was I how I read it.
1: But, I, yeah, it, it totally... Um, unsettled me and I was for the rest of the interview thinking about this awkward moment that we had.
2: Well he also did um I might be confusing podcasts or episodes but was he the one there was something else at, later in the episode that he was even more like kind of like oh I don't really I don't want to talk it felt like he kept doing it and maybe I'm making that up hmm. maybe that was a different podcast but no I was just curious because everything I've heard him on he's so funny and like crazy and doesn't give a shit and then that on your, you're, like, the
0: nicest person ever. I was just so, like... <gasps> I was wonder angry. why I think it was also so jarring to a lot of the listeners huh. is because no one does that to her. Like, Allison, yeah. Allison yes. like, <laughs> is, is one of these rare interviewers where she's, like, able to craft the questions in a way where the guests will never say no. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say, like, I don't talk about that and proceed to talk about it for 15 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, Greg just, just put the brakes on and wasn't going to allow it to go forward. And I think that was really jarring to a lot of the listeners. It
1: was weird. And, well, see, and then I didn't know... I didn't do the like, why don't you talk about it? like I just sort of like do you watch The Dog Whisperer?
2: I've seen it. Yeah. It was
1: like Caesar Milan came in and went to me <laughs> and I just went, okay, moving. And then I just picked up a different toy and, and moved along or something. Um but as you know, when I worked at magazines and things, if there was a certain bit of information that I was trying to get out of the interviewee, I was pretty crafty and dogged with getting it. And if they didn't want to talk about something, that usually made... This makes it sound like an asshole, but it usually made me want to get at that information oh, yeah. more. But I've had to learn with podcasting that it's really not, you know, you're not like grilling a politician or something. <laughs> it really is a nice conversation and hopefully it goes personal places. But if someone doesn't want to talk about something, that they have the right to do that and you just kind of have to accept that. But you know what it was? It made me feel like I had crossed a line yeah and that is what i felt i felt like oh my god did i just do something shitty
2: made you feel dirty a little bit yes yeah
1: yeah like i was yes thank you icky you totally get me
2: i do and you know you know i'm glad it happened though because and i don't know if this is true for other people listening but it made me more it made me like you even more because it made me want to stand up for you because i was like Fuck that. Fuck that guy. I'm not fucking listening to – even though you know, I still like him. But I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stick up for her.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. It was that I wasn't – I didn't think I – I wasn't like, <clears throat> tell me about some – I can't think of a good example. I wasn't like, tell me about something that I know you're not going to want to talk about. I yeah. was just like, and what did you do on Tuesday? I'm not talking about Tuesday. <laughs> OK. <laughs> that's weird. I'm sorry that I'm so <laughs> – fat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking so many questions all right let's talk wait but before that we were we were there was a, something we were going to talk about we We're talking
2: about how I met uh, my girlfriend then we were talking about uh, me getting uncomfortable listening to you I don't remember.
1: We well, were, were talking
0: about, about viral videos and Ellen.
2: Ellen. Oh yeah. yeah, we were talking about why everybody. Why does everybody hate Ellen? Is she oh, really yes. that bad of a person?
1: I've never met her,
2: but he I sat want on to your like show. her. But I
1: have heard. So first, it was only Greg Fitzsimmons who had said that she's pretty tough to work with. Mm-hmm. But then I did hear other people saying that. Not a lot, but I have heard that she's difficult to work with. You as well.
0: I've heard it from a variety of people really? I really really trust.
1: I don't want that to be the tr- the case, but it probably is.
0: I've never heard someone say that that I did not really respect and trust. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. It makes me so sad because she's likable.
0: It makes my mom and my sister sad too. Like, oh, yeah. Rub it in their face every time I see them watching it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, enjoy that show. She's a huge bitch.
2: Oh, she's the worst. Yeah. Ugh, do you see that episode where she like lost a dog or something? Yes. Oh. And then after I found out she was a bitch, I rewatched it, and I'm like, you fucking liar. <laughs> oh, because she's not being who she really is. Well, no, because w- when you rewatch it, she's like, she's like, so I got this dog from the shelter and then I didn't <laughs> want it. Any- I couldn't take care of it after a day. I realized it just didn't work. So I gave it away. It's like after a day. Yeah. You decided after a day that you like didn't work like that's you don't get have a baby and then, like a day later say, oh, God, I don't, we don't really fit. <laughs> right like what it's you're true. a horrible person i shouldn't be saying this but i still i want to be on a show we all do right of course we i love ellen
1: doubt she listens <laughs> what
2: do you think oprah's really like you know what I'm, i mean crazy but i kind of feel like she's just like a cool home girl <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm.
1: yeah you don't ever really hear story or do you gary i've never heard st- she's, no, I've of never she's heard far away about her. she's not ellen's out here right yeah. Oprah's in Chicago, Chicago or something. I've She's...
0: never heard anything about Oprah, positive or negative.
1: Yeah, I've never heard anything negative.
0: No, I don't. Does she have a podcast?
1: <laughs> no,
2: I'm, I'm surprised Gail she doesn't. A podcast.
1: Probably. Ugh. I don't know. All right, let's talk about <laughs> underwear. The necessity okay. of underwear, comma the necessity of because I recently uh, was doing laundry, had to walk my dog, thought I'll just put on my jeans. Who cares? And it was so comfortable. Really like everything fit better and I just thought why am I burdening myself with underwear and yet I'm wearing them right now I've gone back to my underwear lifestyle because it's just how I was raised I guess but I sort of feel like what are we doing
2: I have the same thought um, I'm wearing underwear today because I saw a tweet from you that said you know you better wear underwear or something about underwear
1: no that's not what I said I said we have to talk about going commando
2: oh that's right um,
1: oh but mate did you feel did you feel like I was casting aspersions well, on but it then i
2: thought oh god i'm gonna come in her thing she's gonna be looking at my pants the whole time and like i'm on her chair and she's like she, we need lysol wipes no. so i was trying to figure out you know it's
1: not, i'm not that way
2: i don't wear underwear usually because for me it's more about um muffin top situation mm, yes because the underwear create a muffin <laughs> oh, top yes but jeans just like just like sit over it they sit over the muffin top so that's why and also i have my muffin yeah.
1: top sits over the jeans there's well, two layers. It's like a double muffin it's with Like the a underwear, create a muffin, and then that's under the jeans, and then yeah. the stomach muffins out over the jeans.
2: But if you can tuck your muffin under the <laughs> jeans, if you get jeans that are high enough.
1: Unfortunately, yeah, these are a little low for that.
2: No, you can't do that.
1: No, but if you do a higher, then you've got like a high muffin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you no or God, oh God, this is so common. You need to get your mom's panties and cut
1: the crotch out. And just yes, the high put them panties over your yeah. muffin. So, so normally you don't wear underwear, I but today you're wearing them. I feel bad that you felt like you needed to wear them for me, or maybe I should feel happy. Good. Yeah. Well,
2: my underwear also, though, I have very weird issues with underwear. I, I'm attached to them, so I have had the same t- three pairs of underwear for over five years, and now they're completely – there's a hole starting from my penis that goes to my asshole. It's just a big gaping hole, so it's pointless almost. So it's kind of crotchless. It's like yeah, like crotchless chaps. I don't know if that's a word. Um I
1: think aren't chaps crotchless anyway?
2: Sure. So the it's like a jock strap.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: So that's what it's like. Um or a cup.
1: Right. <laughs> so wait, you only have three that you like?
2: Mm-hmm. And I I can't
0: also, find them also,
1: mm hmm. I also I also This is this is a level of weirdness that I didn't expect to happen. I also have my underwear that, I, that they're just more comfortable than the other ones, and I don't think they make them anymore. They
2: don't. And I look – my underwear, they're called Evolve. Okay. And um, they changed – I don't know if they changed companies or what they did, but they completely changed styles. So now I literally went on eBay. Yeah. I was looking for used nice ones. Oh, I, I wow. looked everywhere. I
1: have so many pairs of ones that I bought, and then I just couldn't hang with them because they weren't comfortable even though – so mine are – a cacique or something. I think it was some offshoot of Victoria's Secret. I don't know if they exist anymore. For a while, I think Victoria's Secret might have them, but they don't fit the same. Mm. So yeah, I have a lot of unused of underwear that I've worn once, and I thought I can't well, no hand way. Hand them my
2: way, and I'll cut them <laughs> up into a girdle.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will definitely do that. But see, I'm looking at this list now because there was so many things I don't normally do. I don't normally make a list of things I want to talk to people about, but. A lot of things. Okay, well, on your podcast, tampons came up, which I'm always mm-hmm. I'm always up for talking about tampons. Okay. And Lauren, is she your co-host? Yes. Um, she's funny. Oh. What's her last name?
2: Uh, uh, Schnipper. And what does she do? Terrible name. She's my producer. Um, and we just are always together, so we kind of like oh, we'll just do the podcast together, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she's like negative, so it works.
1: How old is she? Because she was making jokes about so old. Being um, old, but I don't think she's as old as no, she was saying she's, she is. I think
2: she's like thirty-four or something. Oh, okay, no, she was
1: claiming to be over fifty, but I knew that not was not
2: true. No, no, I like to say she's over fifty, just because it's fun.
1: Okay, well, so you guys were talking about tampons, and she was saying that she didn't. <laughs> just thinking of all the people who still might be listening, <laughs> people who hung through the muffin tops <laughs> and hung through the underwear that has a hole from the hole covering the whole taint, and the man.
2: By the um, way, I feel bad. Whoops. I feel I listened back to the the show I was on like a year ago with you, and I'll, I was really nervous. And I just go right to like dirty stuff when I'm nervous. And I I was like talking about horse fucking. I'm so sorry.
1: Please, that is so unnecessary. That apology <laughs> is unnecessary. All
2: right. So.
1: You've heard the Thursday back to sh- tampons, right? To- well, well, go back. To- well, let's let's talk about shit for a moment, and then tampons. <laughs> You've heard the Thursday shows, right? That have uh-huh. Gary and Chris and Matt, and we had Jenna uh, recently on the show as well, and like. Half of the those podcasts just talk about wiping technique mm-hmm. and shit and then we have to talk about Skittles. Although I feel like we <laughs> gotta get away from Skittles and onto something else. So all I'm saying is <laughs> How dare you never <laughs> Well it's great. It's great Skittles there and poop is still discourse. A, there is still I know. A
0: lot we haven't talked about Green Apple. I mean maybe I know. we have by the time this airs, but
2: we've
1: been ranking we Skittles flavors, flavors and their
2: flavors? Like they're not all the same? Oh boy! Oh no! Well, the different oh, colors boy. represent different flavors. Okay. Yeah, I just opened up the bag. I thought it was like M and M's. Like they all taste like fruit. They all no. taste like
1: chocolate. Oh no! 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 I mean, Skittles Riddles want you – and here's the funny thing. I don't even like Skittles that much. No. Given the amount of to- – talk, but I like ranking things <laughs> and I you – know, that's my thing.
2: <laughs> Ugh, have you had dark chocolate Reese's peanut butter cups? No. They the, I, they're in, terrible. They are the worst fucking things I've ever had. Really? Besides white chocolate Kit Kats, which are, fuck, a disgrace.
1: I'm a, I'm sorry, but I'm OK with the white chocolate Ugh. Kit Kats. I don't – dark chocolate is not my favorite kind of chocolate. Cho- yeah. I, would, I like milk chocolate better. What's so bad about these dark chocolate pieces? I just don't
0: like, I don't like dark chocolate, and, oh. and they're, they're just it's not a good mix. I agree with Shane on the white chocolate Kit Kats, too. I like white chocolate. I just don't like it in the Kit Kat form. No. But ew. somehow my mom got confused like 10 years ago that dark chocolate was my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> oh, so now no. now every <laughs> Easter, Christmas, whatever, I'm just bombarded with dark chocolate shit. And then she comes over to my place and finds it all, and she's like, what's wrong? Like, why aren't you eating this stuff? I'm like, I don't know.
1: That happened to my dad with banana cake. Someone thought he liked banana cake and so he – and he really doesn't like it and so he kept getting a lot of it.
2: Oh, uh, I th- – you know, I think the white chocolate Kit Kat is similar to those like – those suckers that you get at like quinceaneras and bar mitzvahs and stuff that look like roses and they're white and you, they're not chocolate. They're not white chocolate. They're this weird candy. Are they rose soft flavor? thing. I don't know but they remind me of the Kit Kat, mm-hmm. the white chocolate. And I think that's why I don't like them. OK. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. It's like on Easter, there'll be like a bunny one, and it's like you bite into it, and it, it's a consistency of chocolate, but it's white, and it does not taste... And it's not white chocolate, though? No. It's like a weird... almost tastes like medicine. Somebody huh. up? Is it me or everybody? So.
1: Okay, that's a good... Yeah, it's a good... Is it me or everyone? I think that I would just convince myself that that's white chocolate, even <sighs> if it tastes like something else.
2: That's what I, do with, I used to do with X lax the chocolate X lax
1: Was this... Were you trying to... Was this a weight loss thing?
2: No. When I was fat, I was always on a diet, always on Weight Watchers. And I noticed that why, that the chocolate X-Lax had no points. <laughs> <laughs> so I would sneak them uh, and I would eat like a bunch of them because they were like chocolate. I just was yeah. like, oh, it's like chocolate. One time I put one in the microwave because I'm like, oh, like melted chocolate. How'd that go? Um, I have no... X-Lax does not work for me ever. Mm-hmm. If it never has. So that's why I was comfortable eating it.
1: Get this. I've never had X-Lax, but a mo. <laughs> I feel like we're bonding at the risk of listeners.
2: <laughs> mm. yep.
1: But here's a disclaimer everyone. Imodium has no effect on me. What's Imodium? It's an,
2: <clears throat> it's an Oh no. It's, an, it's like
1: the opposite of x lax. It's oh. an anti-diarrheal. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I never had I swear either. to god
1: I could take like a bucket of Imodium and it would not affect me. Huh. I'm just immune to it. It mm-hmm. might be a special superpower. I don't know.
2: May, I mean I've just always been a great pooper. <laughs> Always just a great pooper.
1: So you can have like an infinity X lax and it does nothing to you?
2: Nothing. Medicine doesn't work. No medicine works on me. Nothing works on me.
1: Really? My body's No like, medicine.
2: No. I've tried – uh, after my surgery, I did like mass amounts of Vicodin and all these things because I was in so much pain. Nothing worked. Wow. I know. Yeah, yeah. How was the surgery? Oh, my – it was fucking insane. So basically what it was was it was – it looked like somebody took a sword and went mm-hmm. right across my waist and then my tits. Um, and see how I refer to my boobs, my chest as tits. It's a weight thing. Anyways. Um, (laughs) I know, but what they do was like, they cut off this big chunk of skin and then re-sewed me back together. So basically they're like, okay, you have to sit in a chair for three months and if you fall down or if you end up laying straight, there's a chance (laughs) that you could rip in half.
1: Oh my God.
2: (laughs) So I was like, oh great. Okay. I'll be sitting. Mm -hmm. Um, and I fell down numerous times and I never ripped in half. So that's good. But then I had like the blood. Bags hanging out of me. What was that for? Like to a drain? So, but yeah, it was draining. So basically, I had six blood bags, oh, uh, wow. like all over my body, and you know you had to empty themselves. But they had tubes connected that went into like twelve inches into my body. Uh-huh. So like, I would accidentally like snag it on like the counter. Oh, and I would feel it start to pull out. Yeah. Yeah, it was the most intense. Plastic surgery, like for anybody listening, is thinking about like you know, oh, I saw Amanda Bynes tweet that she's getting a nose job. And maybe I want a nose job. By the way, when you talk about Amanda Bynes, side note, yeah. But I mean, it's not fun. It's fucking horrible. And these housewives do it, and they act like it's no big deal. And every, it was the worst, horrible pain. I wanted to kill myself every single day. Did it... you regret having done it during the recovery? I, I will never ever get surgery again. I had to get it because it was like. I had so much skin it was just embar- it was a horrible way to live but How long did you live with the excess skin? 3 years, maybe 4.
1: Like what made Yeah, the, my question is sort of what was your decision process? What made you decide I had the to money. do it?
2: Like I I had been um, you know, supporting my family with YouTube money and I had been doing all that and then I got like a little brand deal or something mm-hmm. that was enough to pay for it and I'm like, "You know what? It's fucking it's time. I need to do this." And then the recovery process, the worst part of it is the recovery process was, you know, three or four months or something. So I gained 20 pounds because, mm. as we both know, with us, if we don't move or right. we a cheeseburger, we're fucked. Right. So then I gained all this weight and I was like, well, I don't have the extra skin, but now I have fat that filled it up. It was just <laughs> the worst.
1: That sounds so. depressing. No
2: plastic surgery, people.
1: But you're happy you did it.
2: I am, I am happy I did it. I would never, ever, ever do it again. A catheter, don't even get me started on that. that is, have you ever had one of those?
1: Um, I had surgery once and I actually requested that the catheter be removed before I wake up because I did not want to wake up with it.
2: I think I remember you talking about this. Yes, I agree. And when I heard you say that on the podcast, I was like, she's a fucking genius. Because, <laughs> because
1: it freaked me out. So because my parents kept saying it's really no big deal. You know, like I think for a man, it might be painful but for a woman. It's not painful. But I was just like, if I wake up and there's a catheter in me, I will freak the fuck out.
2: Oh, the worst! Is, it it was the most pain I've ever had in my life. It was worse than the surgery. Mm. It was like they, the lady goes, "Listen, it's gonna feel like there's a torch going up your penis hole," and I was like, "Oh, she's <laughs> exaggerating." And then, torch, fire. That's when it pain. came out. Yeah, and then I was getting, you know, you get boners in the morning, so I'd have like a boner in the morning with a catheter, and
1: that hurt because oh, it was like, boy, oh. Damn. How long were you in the hospital? A few days. So it's like a pretty incredibly intense procedure.
2: It was – and then the guy – the doctor came out to my mom during the procedure and said, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. He might die. Oh, my God. Because I guess my blood – or my blood vessels are huge or – basically, he was like, you know, your kid was fat for so long that his blood vessels became huge. (laughs) So I lost so much blood. Wow. And they were like, you know, we're we're trying. Of course, my mom is like, wait, what? Right. So it turned into like, you know, a 20-hour surgery or something insane.
1: Was your family supportive of the decision to do it?
2: Oh, my God. I mean, my mom cried so hard. In happy tears when I was finally able to do it because we had been poor for so long and I had been really just sad about the skin. I mean, wearing a girdle at eighteen when you're like trying to date, you're trying to have yeah. a life, and you're like wearing a crazy girdle. Like I don't know how Beyonce and all these people do it because you know they probably wear them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Your ribs crush. It's horrible.
1: Um. Yeah. What did the What did the excess skin look like? Because I've heard of that happening. I but I don't know what it looks like really
2: i have a i'll I'll show to you after the show because i have to look it up he put a before and after picture on his website he
1: didn't get your permission for that
2: he didn't and he cropped my head off which is fine but like it's still it's on his fucking website and i'm like well nobody's gonna see his website cut to two years later now he's the doctor on like housewives of orange county or something (laughs) and everybody's checking out his website um i just showed my girlfriend for the first time the picture i was crying when i showed her and she's like it's no big deal and i'm like you, you'll you'll be like what the fuck? It looks crazy. I look like it looked like a cartoon elephant. The only no way I could describe it.
1: I'm laughing with you. <laughs> I'm sure it does not look like that.
2: No, it really does.
1: Um, wait. So this was how long ago was this surgery?
2: Mm, God, I'm terrible at math. Two years ago,
1: maybe. I think. So you you have a whole bunch of scars now.
2: Surprisingly, they healed up. Um, the chest one is like gone and then the waist one. I mean, I'm such a hairy person that you can't really see it. Um and the doctor was like, like most people get tattoos covering them. I'm like, "Oh, like I'm going to have a barbed wire going across my <laughs> waist like I'm so fucking what is that? No."
1: All right. I think it is time to do some <laughs> just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder.
2: 1
1: Okay. Don Quixote hey says, I get excited. Oh, like Don Quixote says, I get excited when something is happening coming out on my birthday, May 10th by the way, though it has nothing to do with me. Oh yeah, me too. I like when milk expires on my birthday. Happy birthday, guy.
2: I feel the same way. I like when movies come out on my birthday. They're always shitty, terrible movies because my birthday is like the middle of July. Mm-hmm. So it's like all the M. Night Shyamalan movies come out on my birthday.
1: When is your birthday? July what?
2: July 19th. Oh, coming up. I'm excited Whoa. about it.
1: Uh, Ed's Tweet Factory says, when I finish my fast food drink, I have to dump the ice out so the ice isn't trapped in a garbage bag, just me or everyone. I would prefer... Wait. No. If it's... No. <clears throat> If it is in the cup still, I'm okay with just throwing away the ice. I mean, I guess I prefer to dump the ice down the sink or something, but I'm okay with it.
2: I haven't had a fast food cup
0: since f- f- 200 pounds ago. You always ago. dump the ice out because then if it, like, the thing turns over in the bag, then when you're taking it to the trash, if it punctures, you're fucked. Mm. Thank you. I'm <laughs> <Just> saying. <laughs> I mean... I don't want any liquid in my trash.
1: Right. <laughs> well, we're talking about our trash at home. Well, yeah, like I mean what if would it's a here? dumpster
0: or – like, uh, here I would throw it away outside if yeah. it had ice in it and I'd be okay with that. But even still, I have to pass a drain in the middle of the parking lot, so I'll still dump out the ice from I'm going outside. But i never throw it away inside. Here I'm more vigilant than I am at home though.
1: Because Adam will yell yeah, at
0: you. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, lately I've been over – every time I try to throw something out, then I overthink the like, wait, is this a recyclable? I don't know because I'm still confused about what you recycle and what you don't. So I err on the side of – trying to not get yelled at by Adam. Because <laughs> one time he did pick my plastic, um, my plastic sparkling water bottle out of the trash. And, he, and, like, I'm the only person who drinks this, you know? He's like, hey, I, I don't know what he said, but it was some, some kind of, like, why aren't we recycling this? And I was like, oh, God. Okay. Um, I'm not really as afraid of him as that makes me sound.
2: I, know, gee, I always wondered, like, can you, have you ever talked about your relationship with him on here? I don't feel like you really haven't. Are you afraid uh, of him a little bit? What is that relationship?
1: I'm I think everyone would rather not be on his shit list if that's possible. Like, I don't I wouldn't say I'm afraid of him, but I think in general it's better to not be the target of his anger, you know, cuz he's sort of Here's the thing. He's <laughs> Wow. I'm trying I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how to put this into words. <laughs> He's a really lenient boss in the sense that you can get away with a lot of shit, I think. Mm. But he also will call you on every little thing. Like, ultimately, he's forgiving, but he doesn't let little little things go. So it sort of can be um, uh, a bummer to be called to feel like every like you're, like every little thing is going to be noticed, I guess, if that makes sense. But you, it's just, you know. I don't know. It's like he'll say, you know, he's hypervigilant. Like he notices everything.
2: I was but, just waiting for you to give me a Greg Fix Simmons answer. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't want <laughs> to.
1: No, actually, that. actually in the Thursday shows, because, you know, it's Gary and Matt and Chris who all work here, the dynamics of working here come up quite a bit. Hmm. They have been lately. Um, I have, honestly, though... I think I have a good relationship with him, like and actually, <laughs> when we were doing shows in San Francisco, it kept coming up that I would hairspray my hair before we would go on, and I would do it because there was like someone in the bathroom, so i would it was a pretty big dressing green room, and there was a big mirror there, and there was hummus and Peter and some other food there, and so I was near it, and I would spraying my hair and I think he made some comment about um Like in its really gentle way, though, like, like, oh, you're kind of getting that on the pita or whatever, Mm -hmm. your hairspray or something. And I was like and I realized I I had been doing it repeatedly. And he's like, I didn't want to I didn't want to shame you. I didn't want to make you feel bad or something like he had been for a while noticing that I was hairspraying near the food. (laughs) (laughs) And and purposefully not mentioning it because he didn't want to make me feel bad, which is very if you know him. Like, that's quite charitable because he does not hesitate Yeah, usually. So, um, like, with a guy, he wouldn't have hesitated. No. So, I don't know. Yeah, so I have a good relationship with him. Do you guys make eye contact? Actually, we do.
2: Really? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: We've gotten to that level.
2: Did it take a while? Yes. Do you talk to him outside of the show?
1: We sometimes drive to shows together. Ooh. I know. The first time (laughs) was... But I'd say we have a comfortable driving to shows together thing now it's easier actually because i'm not you know when we're just talking in the car i'm not performing Mm. so i can just really much more sit back and just kind of listen and ask questions and talk about stuff so yeah it's uh it's different it's different than my relationship with anyone else on this planet
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's like is it kind of like it reminds me of like a loose cannon like relative who like you're always kind of like oh i love this uncle but like I'm a little nervous. Like, is he gonna notice me like eating too many Doritos and say something? My um, issues always go back to food. <laughs>
1: right, right. I know what you mean. It's not it's not like that in that like I've had friends where all of a sudden they decide it's fun to embarrass you in public, possibly in front of a guy you like. It's not like that, like, oh my god, he's gonna turn into a fucking raging asshole, and I don't <laughs> I don't know where it's gonna come from. It's not like that. Like it's more I he it's more predictable. It's just that sometimes something will set him off and that is an unpleasant experience for someone like me who just wants everyone to like me. Gotcha. But that's more like on air though. Off air it's very comfortable and, and casual. Okay. I feel like I didn't really answer that. It's no, complicated. You did. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry for bringing up.
1: Oh, no, it's okay. Um, Charlie says Every time I drive with my arm out the window, I have to keep my ring finger bent so my wedding band won't fall off. We have, people have written in with this one, and that's just you and the other people who write in with it. It's not, I've never had to felt like a ring's going to fall off.
2: No, I don't have rings. <laughs>
1: All right. Christina M. Fitz, my middle name is Marie, and whenever I spell my email address, I say M as in Mary, not just say, Oh, yeah, I do that. My middle name is Michelle, but I say M as in Mary, and I don't know why I do that. Thank you, Christina. (laughs) Hippie Campy, getting to work and realizing you have two different shoes on, one black, one brown, just me or everyone. I've never done that. Sometimes I won't match socks, though, because I feel like...
2: The man. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Like, I see it in like sitcoms and like Renee Zellweger movies. Like, when it's like, oh, I'm not wearing shoes today. Is it, do people really do that?
1: Well, it seems like she's saying she has. Mm. You think it's bullshit? I think
2: a lot of these are bullshit. Really? Yes. <gasps> because I feel like sometimes when, when I'm in the car and I'm listening and I come up with some on my own and I'm like, oh, I should tweet that. And I'm like, but I'm bullshitting. And, but then I think, you know what? A lot of other people probably think that and just tweet it.
1: Like some, what? Like, I mean, do you Some anything? of these what, are what? weird. Right. I never considered that they were bullshit. I just thought people were freaks.
0: You really <laughs> never considered that anyone made one up?
1: No. <laughs>
2: I mean, when it's like, I'm going, so naive. Is it just me or everybody? I sit on birthday cake and fart. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, I actually have seen that viral video before. Yeah, cake farts. People but do that. <laughs> it is a thing. But uh, I don't know. It's and it's also like a twelve-year-old kid like in the sun. It's like I don't know. It's I hadn't just,
1: even thought about that. I mean. It's sort of like how there's fake callers on the Adam and Drew show mm. or on Loveline. They would get fake calls. I guess this is my version of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's up, people? Why are you lying? <sighs> Sean Brown – I can't tell the rest of his name. says, when syncing my iPod, I always hit sync again when it's finished just to make sure I have all my newly added podcasts. I have made that mistake once or twice. But in general, I prefer not to sync because it just takes too long.
2: I I always sync. A few times. But oh, my, you do? My, 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 I mean, my phone is completely broken anyways, but it never, ever sinks. It's very frustrating, so yeah. I, I agree.
1: I'm constantly frustrated with all that.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm frustrated with the new podcast app.
1: Everyone is. What the
2: fuck is that?
1: Gary took it off his phone.
2: Yeah. I can't listen. To, like, I, I know. It's bullshit. I download it on my fucking computer, but then it doesn't show up on my app. And then when I play it on my app and then I turn it off, it doesn't show up on my – it's Very frustrating.
1: Very frustrating. Wait, what kind of computer? Do you have some whole fancy computer system at home so you can edit videos?
2: No, just like a Mac. Boring. Um, No. I wish I did. I'm sorry.
1: No. I'm asking because I'm right now choosing between a MacBook Air. No. No? No. A MacBook Pro. Okay. Or an iMac.
2: I do an iMac. Really? Yeah, because you think, oh, a MacBook, I'll take it everywhere. No, you won't. It'll just be at your house because you're going to be too lazy to, like, put it in the bag and bring it. And if you do take it anywhere and you don't have it in the bag, it's going to fall somewhere and it's going to get hot from the sun. And it's going to get fucked up. And MacBook Airs are just ridiculous.
1: They are. That's my question is would I get frustrated quickly because I don't do – I do very light video
2: editing. Yeah. No, MacBook Air, you, there's no way you can edit anything on that.
1: Even in iMovie?
2: No. I mean it's so slow and the screen is – it skips all over the place. Really? It's like the equivalent of, like – typing on a credit card like that's how thin it is it feels really uncomfortable
1: huh all right (laughs) thank you you're welcome gary do you agree
0: not necessarily
1: (laughs) (laughs) make your case
0: i know what kind of video editing you do you can edit a three-minute video on a macbook air it's probably more it's probably more fluid on an imac but Mm -hmm. i mean if you're if you're not planning to do anything besides the teaser videos for this show you'll be fine but I mean it's a matter I of... should
1: probably leave the door open for maybe doing more. I might, I might make a movie one day.
0: Well, you're, then you're going to need a Mac <laughs> Pro, so get ready to drop five uh, grand. <laughs>
1: OK. Um, Brian K184, when I am on the job with a magazine, I have to turn the mag around or it feels like the people are watching me defecate. Fake.
2: That one is fake. I'm calling it. All right. Sorry. I got angry about it because he's – first of all, he's three years old in his profile <laughs> picture. <laughs> Second of all, that was clearly fake. It's like I, I turn my stuffed animals around when I masturbate. No, you don't. You use them when you masturbate. How so? I would <laughs> – he's laughing. <laughs> um, I, oh, don't even get me started on what I do with my Furby. I, <laughs> the, and like piggy bank stuffed animals, like there's a way uh, – listen. See, I just go gross. I'm not even Please. nervous and I'm going gross. Is it
1: – well, but is, if it's true, then I would like to hear it. I have
2: had sex with every object in my house and I can find a way to make it a vagina And it usually involves banana peels or plastic bags or – I have a really good one with a banana peel. What is it? Okay, So basically what you do is you take the banana. You cut the end off. You squeeze out all the banana inside into like the sink or something. You don't want to be messy. And then you put that in the microwave for five seconds. Any longer than that and it will be way too hot. It will scold your penis. Um, Then you take that, put it inside of a Ziploc bag. You put a rubber band around that just in case – so it doesn't slip off. You put it in between either a couch and a couch cushion or a, be, a mattress and a box <laughs> spring or even a toilet seat and, like, a toilet. Uh-huh. And you can kind of crunch the toilet seat down for tightness. Um, and then you finish and you take it off. The only problem is you have, like, banana on your penis.
1: Why the Ziploc bag?
2: Oh, because the That's Ziploc the bag – catches the <laughs> It catches the cum if the banana bursts.
1: Oh, right. Yeah.
2: It's like a – just Back. like a safety
1: progression. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever, now It's a have banana you, condom. I was going to say, have you ever stuffed this emptied out banana into Inside a condom? Inside of somebody?
2: Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. That was not the question. <laughs> have I ever stuffed it into what?
1: You, couldn't you just put it in a condom?
2: I mean, this was before I even, I mean, I knew what condoms were, but it was right. before I had access to any of those
1: Okay. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you would. I'm just thinking it would probably fit. Wow. <laughs> Did it take a lot of, like, R&D to arrive at that?
2: No, I literally would like, it'd be like midnight, my mom's asleep, I would go to the fridge and I would, I would just be like, what can I use? I, the way it happened was I was watching The View on a sick day <laughs> and Joy Behar said, my husband could have sex with anything, even a ham sandwich. And I thought about it. <laughs> and I literally did it it's with a ham sandwich. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that was really messy, so what else could I use? And then that's when I came up with the banana.
1: What kind of bread was the ham sandwich on?
2: Oh, my mom only has wheat. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, see, I have a friend who claims that a cantaloupe, if you hollow it out, like make a hole in it and then put it in the microwave, and again, you have to not do it for too long, is good. But this is a whole, this is
2: taking the whole fruit thing. But that's thing so a different- obvious. A cantaloupe, and that's such a waste. A banana's like one little thing, you could throw it away and it doesn't look like anything. A cantaloupe with a hole in it, I mean, that's like, look at me, I fucked a cantaloupe.
1: Yeah. Remember, Gary, the episode with Harris Whittles where we were, was it Harris? Yes it was. We were trying to figure out what the best fruit to fuck would be. Where were you then?
2: I know, I heard that episode too and I was like, oh, they're so dumb. They're not talking about bananas. I
1: know, I think we talked about like running a few kiwis up your
2: penis. Uh, yeah, I remember the kiwi the penis kebab kiwi thing. I yeah. remember that and I was like that would never work.
1: Right. I know. <laughs> we weren't we, we weren't committed. All right. Woodlove says, "Do either of you guys k- Oh, that's a question. That's a question for the Thursday show. Um, Mitchell TM says, "Been listening for a year now. Oh, this is also a question. Well, that's okay. It got mixed in. No problem. That's all right. Let's do... That was just me or everyone. I think we should do Hey, Go Fuck Yourself because hey, you... Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. Have some at the ready, right?
2: I'm so angry. Okay. Is it my turn? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so this one is kind of a big, uh, a big Hey, fuck, Go Fuck Yourself to a few people. And that is Johnny Depp's Superfans. Mm-hmm. I've been having constant fights with them on Twitter in the last week because I made a comment that why does Johnny Depp whiteface in every movie, <laughs> and and people get mad at me and then I go through the list. Okay, Charlie and Chocolate Factory whiteface, Alice in Wonderland whiteface, Edward Scissorhands whiteface, um, the new one that Tonto or whatever whiteface. It's and there's like ten more, every movie. Why? It's Dark Shadows question. whiteface.
1: And so then what happens? What do the fans say to you?
2: Why would you say that? You wear makeup in your videos. It's the same thing. You know, he's just, he likes playing characters. He this, he that. But no, he's wearing white face makeup. Yeah. That's a huge weird thing to do in every movie. <laughs> like, what is that? Right. That's weird. So fuck yourselves, you, you, or sorry. So, hey, all you Johnny Depp superfans. Hey. Hey.
1: Hey. Go fuck yourself. Nice. Do you have more?
2: Oh, uh, no, that was really it. Okay. You now- don't feel the same way. That they should go fuck themselves? I mean, do you – am I the only one that notices this white face thing?
1: Well, I hadn't noticed it yet. But now I will. (laughs) And I hate it. And I feel like the people who attack you for – you – all right. You are just pointing out something that is readily obvious to people if they have their mind open. And now that you pointed it out, how can you not see it? So for them to say that it is the same as you wearing makeup is bullshit. Yes. And they can go fuck themselves. Yes. Hey, hey,
0: hey go fuck
1: yourself. All right. Here's a couple. Um, let's see if I can find it. Um, oh yeah. So, do you read YouTube comments?
2: Um, I try not to. I. I I do on, like, the first day because that's when, like, the nice people are there. Yeah. And then after that, not really.
1: YouTube comments are kind of the worst of the comments, I find. I don't know why, but it just really draws a um, kind of vitriolic,
2: lunatic fringe. TMZ comments are pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I could imagine. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Actually, a lot of comments are bad, but... I find YouTube ones to be the ones where it's like I'm really walking through the sewer right now. <laughs> anyway, we had um, ice tea and Coco on the Adam Carolla show. And that <laughs> – I was trying to figure out what what is going on. Like why is this drawing a special kind of hatred? And I think it's because they're a mixed-race couple because there was, a, there was stuff – there were comments in there about how Adam supports white genocide. And it's like what? So, a lot of stuff like that. So anyway, but here's one. That I thought was, um, here's one about me. Is Allison that stupid cunt that doesn't shut the fuck up and who was with Adam a few years ago? Because she's pretty fucking stupid when it comes to genetics. What? <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the stupid cunt or if it was another stupid cunt. I don't know what they're talking about. But they can go fuck themselves. Hey.
0: Hey. Hey. Go fuck yourself. Wait,
1: and then
2: genetics? What? I have,
1: yeah, I have no idea. I don't recall ever talking about genetics. But then here's one that actually, I hesitate to say that it bothered me because I don't like, I don't, I don't know. I go back and forth about whether to uh, even let people know they get to me, Um, but I will. (laughs) I will share this. This one um, bothered me more than I want to admit. Now, if Allison would just get a nose job, holy crap, that's an ugly chick.
2: And this is an audio podcast.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is – we stream The Adam Kroll Show live uh, once a week. So it's video. (laughs) Yeah. So that – because it just – it made me feel like um, everything everyone has said and that I believe about the fact that I'm not just totally gross is – a lie, and I just need to face the truth, which is that I am just ugly, and I can get through this. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I, <laughs> I'm not. By the way, I know I sound like I'm getting choked up. I'm not, but it's like it, it was just this whole thing of like, who am I trying to fool by thinking that I'm, you know, presentable? Like I'm really gross.
2: But think about it this way: they did not call you fat. <laughs> They didn't. And I think. Thank
1: you for finding the silver lining. That's true.
2: If they would have called you fat instead of the nose thing, I think it would have hurt you even more. Is that true? Yes. Yeah.
1: That's the weird thing is (laughs) that.
2: And weight is something you can control a lot better than you can, like a nose.
1: Well, but I could get plastic surgery. That's the thing. Yeah, it's it interesting a, uh... hearing what you – it's interesting hearing what you said about all of that, about plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the truth is that, like, I, I don't love my nose. And I, on and off, I've always thought, well, maybe I should. But it's like at this point, I just feel like I don't – I don't want to do it.
2: No. Because I don't
1: want to deal with – I don't want to have unnecessary surgery. I don't enjoy pain. Like, it, it <laughs> the idea of waking up with something and then having a nose that I don't like, that freaks – like, if I could make sure that I would end up with happy with the results – That'd be one thing, but the idea of doing all of that and then not being happy with it freaks me out. But then also, for some reason, this one, plastic surgery, it, in this way, feels like I'm do. I would be doing it to conform to what other people think I should do. But then I think, but I straighten my hair, and I've bleached my teeth, and I've lost weight, and like I've, you know, I had braces, and like there's all these things that I do to to make myself more attractive. Like, why am I drawing the line here? Uh, because it's surgery. That's why I'm drawing yeah. the line there. You and know? your nose
2: is normal. I never... Oh, thank uh, you. And it makes your face. It's part of your face. Thank
1: you. Well, that's what people who don't want me to get a nose job say. Mm. But um, but Ugh. I mean, no. I, I do... Like, sometimes, I, you know, I don't like my profile. Like, on camera, I'll see it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's a big nose. But then I also think there's something very anti-Semitic about that comment. Yeah. And especially about those, those comments on that episode in particular were sort of... And, and I think I might have... Well, see, I shouldn't even admit it. Sometimes I'll click on I'll look to see, like, well, who is this person saying this shitty thing? And then, like, pretty quickly you see the other videos they're into, and you're like, oh, they're, that's, they're that kind of person. Do
2: you ever search a term? Like, this is the worst. Like, when, if I'm having a really bad day and I just want to feel bad about myself, I'll go to the comments, and then I'll, like, command search and type in, like, fat. Oh, yeah. And, like, see and how your many name? people called me fat. Yeah. Yes,
1: I have done that before. <laughs> um, and then when it turns out that people aren't... Um, saying those things, I always feel like, oh, that's weird. And then it just reminds me that, well, wait, do people, people never, don't ever say fat about you though, Oh, right? all the time.
2: That's like the easiest fat, gay, like those are the easiest YouTube comments.
1: Well, that, that's actually something that Daniel was saying to me. He's like, when people want to insult a woman, they go after her looks. Mm-hmm. Like when, and fat is, well, Was I'm trying to think if, it's, I actually get, I get I don't get called fat very often. I'm sure it has happened, though. But I think he was saying that, like, maybe it was someone else I was pointing out. that, like, yeah, fat is just, like, it's not applied to people who are overweight. It's just a <laughs> shitty thing to say to a woman. Yeah. And it can also be someone, some, sometimes a person is overweight. Yeah. Like, but calling
2: somebody, like, a fat bitch, I'm gonna I'm not going to lie, it feels good. I would never call anybody that to their face. But when I'm, like, talking about somebody I don't like, I'm like, that fucking fat bitch. Yeah. It kind of feel, feels good coming out. Right. So I get it.
1: Well, fat is, is – the word itself is similar to fuck. Yes. We need more words that oh, have – Oh, fat
2: a, fuck is the best.
1: That is good. <laughs> yeah. We need more – word. we need a substitute for fat that doesn't have any weight implications, but it feels as fun to say.
2: Mm. Like big but different. It can't be big. That's not that fun.
1: Yeah, no. No, but not about weight. Oh. Just like you – hat <laughs> –
2: the t- the <laughs> I, I used to say gark a lot gark like because I, I stopped saying the n-word mm-hmm. I was saying the n-word a lot in videos because I don't know I had a black friend at the time and I'm like this is fun I mean I still have a black <laughs> friend but it was like I was hanging out with her all the time right um, and then we're like let's find another word so I came up with gark because it sa- has the same angry yeah
1: gark I like gark now how would you use <laughs> it in gark. a gark? S- you fucking gark
2: look at that fucking gark over there
1: I like that mm-hmm.
2: did that catch on I don't know probably not I didn't really talk about it that much. I just did it in my personal life.
1: I'm trying to figure out how it would fit into Hey, Go Fuck Yourself. It, would it be Hey, Go Gark Yourself or no, Hey, go Gark, fuck Go Fuck Yourself? Yeah, ooh, Hey, Gark, okay. Go
2: Fuck Yourself. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's say it on, on three. Okay. One, two, three. Hey... hey. Oh. Oh. oh Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> sorry. Okay. One, two, three. Hey, hey, hey Gark. Gark?
1: <laughs> I think it should be Hey, Hey, Gark. Okay. Hey, hey, hey gark. gark, Go, go fuck, fuck Yourself. Ah oh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Shane, thank you so, 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 so much for doing my show. I feel like we've talked about a lot of things that I don't normally talk about.
2: Thank you so, so, so much. you got to come do my show.
1: I would love to do your show. Um, Yeah, so tell – okay, so everyone can follow you on Twitter at Shane Dawson. They can listen to your podcast on iTunes and anywhere else you want to tell them to go.
2: Uh, It's on like SoundCloud, whatever that is. But if you go to iTunes and just put in Shane and Friends.
1: Okay, and it's every – other Tuesday or Say every, every Tuesday. Tuesday? It's every Tuesday. Remember to fuck your bananas. <laughs> um, and on YouTube, you're all over YouTube, but where, where should
2: they go? Uh, YouTube.com slash Shane Dawson TV.
1: Okay. Anything else you want to tell them to keep an eye out for anything? No. Nah. All right. <laughs> I think we I think we canvassed it. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. Make sure to listen to the new Thursday shows, which have – all the Corolla did not all of them, but many a Corolla digital person. And, uh, we talk about all sorts of stuff and take questions and it's very fun. And, um, you can get the, Hey, go fuck yourself ringtone by searching. Well, now it's, it's unfortunately it doesn't have the word gark in it, <laughs> but it's still worth getting. Just search, Hey, go fuck yourself from your iPhone, uh, in iTunes. And, uh, I'm leaving anything out. I don't think so. Okay. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, do you know
0: about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.
2: Time for the Allison Rosen Show.